Welcome back to Free Talk. This is Aya. On this episode, we are having a serious look into a subject that we know needs to be in the forefront of conversations and solutions. This has been constantly in the news due to our new situation and the excess of domestic abuse and more so violence against women. We have a new episode of Free Talk every Wednesday. You could find us everywhere you listen to podcasts. Abusive behaviors can start off very subtle, but it is important to understand what it can be. It can be someone who's constantly humiliating you or negating everything that you're saying. They could be criticizing you, controlling you, shaming you. They could be accusing you of so many different things or blaming you for something that has absolutely nothing to do with you. And they can also deny everything that they are doing to you. Please look for these warning signs, any red flags of extreme jealousy, possessiveness, um, verbal abuse, and extreme controlling behavior. All these signs are what you must look for so you can remove yourself from the situation. Since the beginning of the year, 10 women have been killed here in Montreal. Usually there are 12 in one year and it's become its own pandemic. Here joining us this evening is Aisha and Ify. Welcome to the roundtable discussion of awareness and strength. Welcome, ladies. Thank you for having us. Thank you. So I guess we can start with just um, talking about the categories of abuse so it could be recognized. And I know, you know, the general ones that we know are physical abuse, sexual abuse, psychological or emotional abuse. What do you guys think about how we spread awareness just about first talking about what abuse is. Absolutely. I think to your point, you know, we have all this news spreading around where we hear, you know, tragedy like this, where women are losing their lives because of abuse. Abuse is violence. That's what it is. And I love to use the word violence because it drives the point home because people think abuse is not that serious because it happens in your bedroom, right? Abuse of any kind should not be tolerated. That is violence against women. And that's what we're all speaking about today. For someone who has survived a verbal and physical abuse, it's such a great deal for me. This is a subject that I'm very, very passionate about because I would have lost my life if I did not take action. I think the culture that we were all raised in, I'm Nigerian American, um, the culture does not help us because it tells us to keep quiet. It um, empowers the abuser. Um, whatever stays in this house remains in this house. Mm-hmm. And so that is the mentality that a lot of people, especially women, adopt. And because of that, we're not able to speak up when something happens. I know for me, I stayed a year and a half before I had the courage to pick up the phone and call 911. Mm-hmm. First of all, I was... Um, I was ashamed, right, of telling the world that I was being abused by my husband. 
And it was something that I did not even tell my family until nine months in. And when I told my mom, she was broken. She was like, no, this is not marriage. We tried everything to resolve it. Um, we were separated for months, several times, and it never worked. And one thing I learned in that experience is that abusers never change until they seek help. Because a lot of women remain and they think, oh, he loves me and um, he's going to change someday. I'm going to pray about it. And we have, we have this whole thing twisted because abusers don't change until they seek help, right? They have to admit first that they are abusive and violent. And that's when they can seek, seek the help that they, um, they do need. So for me, violence is, is something that should not be tolerated. It's something that we all should speak up about. And it usually starts with verbal abuse. So abuse doesn't just happen out of the blue, right? Mm -hmm. It starts with the way you're treated at home, the way you're spoken to, the way you're pushed to the side, the way you're asked to not speak up when something goes wrong, the way you're shut down. And those words eventually lead to confrontation. They lead to physical contact. And in the case of sexual abuse, I've never experienced that, but um, I would imagine that it's also beginning with the verbal abuse first. Because okay. you have to coerce whoever you want to abuse before you can abuse them. I know you kind of touched on it, but I wanted to ask that question. What is the reason to stay? Like, why won't the first sign um, encourage you to leave? Because there must be a lot of reasons why women would stay in, a, in an abusive relationship? Absolutely. There are several. I think for me, one of the reasons where I was attached to this person, this was my husband. He wasn't just a stranger. So first of all, I wanted to protect my marriage. I wanted to protect our family. Um, second of all, it was the fear of what would happen if I leave? <laughs> but I came to the point, what would happen if I stay? I could lose my life here. Mm -hmm. I could die here. You know, I had to ask myself the other reverse question, like, okay, you're worried about what would happen when you leave, but what would happen five years down the line if you even make it that far, you know? And so those reminders were like, okay, wake up calls for me, like you have to do something about this. Another thing is children. When children are involved, then you kind of, you know, you, you think about it, you're like, I don't want to break my family. I want them to have mom and dad, but not at the detriment of your life. I am remarried now, so I have a blended family because I had two children from my first marriage. But imagine if I had stayed and said, oh, for the sake of my children, maybe you don't have a mom. But you really are insecure about yourself because if you're sure of who you are, why would you let someone else dominate you? You know, this was what charged me up to the point where I wrote a book about this. I wrote my story and the title of my book is Take the Ring and you have the power to take charge of your life. When something mm -hmm. is happening in your life, you always have two choices. One, do something or do nothing, Yeah. right? So when you do nothing, of course, you know, that's where we have the tragedies that happen because you don't report it at the first sight of abuse. You let it slide for months, years. And then at some point, abuse becomes normal. That's another reason why people don't leave because at a point it becomes programmed into you that you should be spoken to in a certain way. Ify started journaling and turned her experience and words into a lifeline for women. Her books, Take Dominion and The Dominator's Creed, are available on Amazon.com and Amazon.ca. Get your copy and start your journey.
And when that doesn't happen, you feel like something is wrong. So that also is another reason, um, the attachment, the fear, the financial reason. Yes. I can't survive without him. Who said so? <laughs> At some point, I was homeless myself. So I can, mm-hmm. I can relate with the full spectrum of how this thing works, right? Because I also relocated, remember? I was not born and raised here. I came from Nigeria, so I didn't even have my family here. If there was anyone to stay, it would have been me. Like, okay, you know what? My family's not here. My mom is not here. My brother is not here. I don't have anyone. I might as well just stick with this. But no, I had to make a choice. Like, my life is precious. Mm-hmm. I had to place value on myself. Yeah. I am worth all of yeah. that. I am worth some freedom. I am worth liberty and love and respect. I am worth all of that. And when I began to look at things from that perspective, everything changed for me. Oh, wow. I believe it is a re-education for women Absolutely. because what you're saying right now, I'm getting goosebumps, but that oh. is what women need to hear to know that they can remove themselves from a situation that could take their lives. Oh, so mm-hmm. true. I know you have a podcast. The Dominators Club. The Dominators Club. Okay. So one thing that led to the podcast was the book actually. The title of the book is Take Dominion. So when God gave me this idea to write, I wasn't necessarily looking to write a book. That was not the intent. When I was going through separation and then, you know, a divorce in 2013, I was just writing a story to myself. I wanted to express what had happened to me because I felt like no one understood me, right? And so I began to journal just for myself. And I tell people, if you had read the first draft of my book, (laughs) it was not inspirational at all. It was very dark and it was very uninspiring, right? Because I was in pain. I was very bitter. I was angry because I felt like I did not deserve the treatment I got. When I began to realize that I was responsible for how I told my story, because at the onset, I told my story from a victim's standpoint, because I was the victim. I was the one who was bitten up. I was the one who was kicked out. So I told my story from that standpoint. But when I learned how to tell my story from a victor's perspective, the perspective of someone who survived something, the fact that you came out alive is already a blessing. It means that you were stronger than what was intended to kill you. So I began to share my story from that standpoint. And it's amazing when I began to share my story, a lot of women were telling theirs. They had the courage to come out and say, this happened to me as well. I'm actually going through this with my husband. I'm going through this with a partner. And so it led to me counseling people even when I was broken and hurt. And that was when I knew I had to release. I had to forgive. I had to not necessarily undo the past because the past made me who I am, but to embrace the past and know that the scars are actually my beauty marks. You know, they don't take anything away from me. As a matter of fact, it made me stronger. And so when I had this journal going, um, I had it for years, for up to five years, because I, re- I actually got the nudge to write the book in 2018, to publish the book. So in 2018, after I got remarried, and God showed me a vision, and it was a vision of a throne. So the book cover has a throne in front of it, right? And while I was in this, um, I want to call it a trance, I wasn't sleeping, I was awake, but my eyes were shut. And God showed me this throne, it was in a dark space, and there was a light shining from above. And God said, this is the place I've prepared for you. All you have to do is go take it. And that then hit me. I woke up like I was bawling. I'm like, God, so it now makes sense. So this is why you took me through 
everything because you wanted me to wear my crown and know that it's a responsibility and know that I earned it. Because not only am I a survivor, I am actually dominating the very things that once dominated me. I'm inspiring women all over the world with my story that should have kept me in prison, that should have kept me sheltered, but you allowed me to break free from that. And so I teach women how to take dominion because that's who you are. I, I call myself the dominator because a dominator is simply someone who is exercising the power on the inside of them. Oh. When you know who you are, when you know that you have been gifted with the power to rule over all things. It's found in the Bible, it's Genesis chapter one, verse 26, where God said, let us make man in our own image and let him have dominion over everything, not over each other. I try to emphasize on this because when God gave you and I dominion, he didn't give me dominion over you. He didn't give me dominion over my brother or my sister. No, he gave us dominion over the resources on the earth. And so when I teach how to take charge, I'm saying break free from the shackles that are holding you back. And that includes your mindset. That includes whatever condition in your life that is trying to confine you to a space that is trying to say you can't go this, you can't go this far. Any limiting belief in your mind that is telling you you deserve to be abused, that needs to be dismantled because it's a mindset. When you are able to break it here, then you can actually take the steps physically to break out of the condition, whatever that is. In my case, it was abuse. After I launched my book, I founded the Dominators Club because people who were on a personal growth journey, if you're going to change anything in your life, then you must grow. Growth is an absolute must. You don't just become a dominator. No, you grow into it. Yes. And so for me, the club represents that. And then it evolved into a podcast because I like to talk. <laughs> and so I turned that <laughs> into a podcast and I wanted to make it really snappy where I give people what they want. You can find Ify on her socials, Instagram at if. Y-I-K-E-K-H-U-A and Facebook with her name and her website, thedominatorsclub.com. On her website, you can view her conferences, upcoming events, learn more about her story, her books, reviews from people who have been impacted, and so much more. for joining this conversation on free talk remember you are not alone if you are in an abusive relationship there is help please contact your local authorities or let someone you know help follow us on instagram at freetalk.ca connect with us on facebook at aya.shani.315 and you can email us at freetalk.ca at gmail.com until the next episode bye